Welcome to Far North Tokers. This is episode 46, January 1st, 2017. Your host, Mid Toker. Thank you all for listening. What a show. Year in review for Interior Alaska. Far North Tokers is going to be one year old in two days. Beyond belief for me, really. Just what Far North Tokers became for me was a place where I could just be mid-toker. Have a place for creativity, learn about the industry, share what I know, educate, have fun, interview people, smoke some good herb. Oh, what a year it's been. Um, 46 episodes in, Almost 1,300 listens. And that's not just me listening 1,300 times. I can't do that. Oh, man, I think I would have done it already. I think I would have just increased it. Who knows how many times I've listened to my own show just to hear how things are going. There's not one show that I haven't listened to. But it doesn't give me credit for those listens. It's you guys out there. Thank you for listening. It, it gives me um, just the people who are listening. It helps me to sit here and talk. But just to know that someone's hearing it out there. Um, shout out to some of my personal favorites. Kevin Canales, thank you for being there from the beginning. Always supporting Far North Tokers. Keeping me going. Even when I don't think anyone else is listening. I don't even know if you're listening sometimes. But you're always clapping in the background in the audience. Love it. Thank you. Nathan Howard. First person to come up and sit there and uh, say he was a fan of the show. Whew. That blew me out of the water. Someone to come up and introduce themselves and say they like the show. Awesome. Alice Farr. First person to call me mid. Sitting there at THC Club. Back turned kind of, I don't even know what the hell I was doing. Back turned looking at the wall or something. I was grabbing something out of my backpack. I, I don't remember. But I heard mid. Turn around, joints there. Wow. Getting past the joint by Alice being called mid. And Marcus and Megan Moors at THC Club. Mid Toker had a chance to be born there into the real world there. Man, I miss THC Club. figures he's going to stop on-site consumption at the THC club. From what I understand, he's the one that suggested that Marcus and Megan start their place there in the beginning. I think he set him set him up in a trap, to be honest. THC club, first in Fairbanks to get going, a social club for cannabis. I'm not sure why another one hasn't come out yet. 
I'm actually, there probably are. I'm just not aware of them. We, January was a good month. January 2016, the THC Club wins at the City Council. It was not going to be passed. Dave Proust died. He's going to wait to see what the state does. What the state does, you know, they just they said they're illegal anyway. They're still going on down in Anchorage, uh, Potluck Club, doing well. We get into February. North Pole City sets its tax rate. What we come to find out later in the year, in October, the city of North Pole residents um, outlawed legal marijuana making uh, no taxes for North Pole City. Hmm. The next day after North Pole City sets its tax rate, Delta bans. 10 mile radius in Delta, not allowed to have any cannabis shops. No cannabis businesses, cultivators, nothing out there. We have our CCB starts meeting regularly now and they, they're Finalizing applications. Oh, how many times I've looked through those applications. MJ01, MJ00. Fun times. After the CCB meets in February, there's a big announcement in Fairbanks that ACDC has moved their operation, expanded their operation from Anchorage into Fairbanks. How is this going to continue? Delivery service is necessary. I do not know why the state is not allowing this to happen. I, I, I don't know. This should be able, there should be ways and policies to be able to set up. You know, uh, stores taking people's addresses, getting picture IDs, photos of people when they deliver them, check them against the photo. All kinds of ways to make sure these things happen uh, or that aren't violating anything. But we have ACDC filling a void that the public wants. And they have an extensive menu. I have never ordered from them. I do want to, actually. Seeing their menu, uh, the interior right now in January is very low on cannabis. The state as a whole is low on cannabis. There's been some shops that are opening up that have had some storage. That's going to be out soon. But ACDC, how are they going to do in the future when February, when the legislature gets a hold of things? We will see. We will see what the legislature makes. There is talk of adding taxes to illegal grows. If an illegal grow gets caught, if they're growing one pound, they'll be taxed the $50 per ounce that legal grows are doing. Back to the timeline. ACDC... They're released in February in Fairbanks. Later on in the month of Fairbanks, in February, we have a borough meeting where, let's see, who do we have? Um, Hopkins, Mayor Hopkins, decides he's going to hold this workshop where people can come and uh, talk more about it, uh, figure out where's a good place for zoning. Very good thing that was going on there. He really set up a stage for Fairbanks to be a good place to get businesses going. We'll see later how drug-free Fairbanks has to do with things. 
March 15th, we have Frosty Farms. There's, there's a planning commission meeting, and they are the first cultivation business to go up in front of the planning commission in order to get approved. They presented really well. One of my early episodes was following them. They're the first to go. Very professional. They they did well. One of the major opponents, the major opponent to this cultivation was Jim Oslin. He lived next door to this. It seemed to me that the owners of Frosty Farms were doing everything possible to work with their neighbors. But this is general use area. They were pretty much allowed to do what they wanted to. Mr. Oslin was not happy about this. He fought it hard there. Let me go into... I'm going to read you his letter, Jim Oslin's letter to the editor, March 31st. Now remember, this letter to the editor comes after Jim feels he loses at this planning commission meeting. It was approved, Frosty Farms was approved, and Jim Oslin gets upset. March 31st, 2016. On March 15th, the Planning Commission granted a conditional use permit for the first commercial marijuana growing facility in the borough. Under current federal law, cultivation of marijuana is illegal. The Planning Commission knew that the intended use was illegal and took the further step of removing language present in all previously granted conditional use permits that required permittees to abide by all relevant federal, state, and local laws. They did this to protect this one specific permit from citizen complaints that might lead to its rejection or revocation. If I sell a weapon to a person who I know is going to commit a crime with it, I'll be considered an accomplice. In my opinion, approving that conditional use permit makes the Planning Commission a party to a felony. Wow. When was this last when was the last time the Borough Assembly took an action that was in violation of federal law? Before they go along with the Planning Commission on this one, I suggest they reread the Borough Code Chapter 2.10. Borough Assembly Code of Ethics, Article 3, Violations 2, 10, 12b, Authority. A public official shall not exceed his or her authority or breach the law or ask or coerce others to do so in the course of his or her official public duties. Wow, he's pulling on some big ones here. For the last seven years, the hallmark of the administration in Washington, D.C. and its Department of Justice has been the selective enforcement of federal laws. Drug laws, border security, immigration laws, IRS regulations, and on and on have been ignored or violated. It looks like our borough assembly has decided to imitate what lawmakers are doing in Washington, D.C. and Juneau. Ignore current law and do whatever they feel like doing. If law isn't enforced, does it cease to exist? Is pretending a law doesn't exist in order to ignore it the lesson we want to teach our children about the rule of law? Does the borough assembly expect us to follow their laws and regulations when they are unwilling to acknowledge or respect those of a higher authority? Do they really? Hmm. Hey, Jim, you ever heard of the Constitution? You ever heard of uh, 10th Amendment? Um, states' rights? You ever hear of those? Anything not written in the Constitution it specifically is delegated to the states? You ever hear that? Hmm. Higher authority. Who? What gives you authority? Tell me what I could do. Oh, man. Jim, you're out there in Salcha telling us what to do. Maybe I don't like mustaches. Maybe I should outlaw mustaches, Jim. What do you think? Oh, Jim. Jim, Jim, Jim. 
we'll find out later in the year he does get approved he gets borough assembly not borough assembly but he gets enough signatures to put this issue on the ballot in 2017 this year it's coming up thanks to jim oslin and vivian stiber and lance roberts we uh, there'll be another vote in the city fairbanks city fairbanks borough to decide whether cannabis legal cannabis will be fairbanks will opt out of that we'll see what a year later brings jim man do something else huh all right after jim writes his letter april 2nd very sad day for the interior of alaska thc closes um the paper tried to report that was because there was limited membership talking to marcus there were a lot of repairs that needed to be done to the building to sink a lot of that money in there they were just looking to move the location then things happened within his personal life that they ended up leaving the state of alaska and i'm happy to report today if anyone's following marcus he gets to go home today and he was having some health issues but Today, he is being sent home from the hospital, recovering. Good for you, Marcus. Uh, wish you were back in Alaska running a THC club, but one day maybe you guys will be back. So, after after THC closes, sad day in Alaska, the interior for sure, things start ramping up specifically with uh, the can of business that I'm associated with, GoodSense. We are getting approved. Um, we've put in our application. We're trying to find a place to rent. We end up finding 2604 Davis Road, where we are currently located. A lot of things, a lot of places we looked at before. Um, yeah, I, I, I won't even. I was getting ready to tell a story about um, Chena Cannabis and how how that came about but i won't even worry about that it's that's water under the bridge right um we get 2604 davis road start working at that just being in there and 420 is coming along good sense throws a 420 party that was a fun time there i, I unfortunately got there a little late to appreciate that giant joint that was wrapped in concentrate pictures looked great i got there and it was a smaller soggy mess still could smoke out of it still had a great time being there lots of edibles on the table great gathering of uh for a 420 party awesome another important thing about the interior alaska happens in april the buzz marcy luther releases the first issue of the buzz magazine now the buzz magazine we have there's some really good things happening with the buzz magazine we have local advertising happening in there there's comics there's reviews of strains that are happening there's cannabis interviews there's uh, focus interviews 
There's contests each month. Marcy's doing a really good job with the buzz. I enjoy every episode, every, not episode, issue. Keep those coming, Marcy. Loving the buzz. And apparently Midtoker's going to be appearing in the buzz soon. I went over and had an interview with Marcy, and that was fun. I look forward to seeing what comes out of that. We have a meeting in April. A CCB meeting. They are really finalizing things now. We're getting ready to approve the first license. And this meeting in April is about metric, testing, handler cards, final things happening before we can approve the first license. At the end of May, Fairbank City votes to take authority, regulated authority over cannabis. So now we have North Pole City setting a tax rate. Fairbank City sets up authority. Borough, I'm not sure officially when they claim their authority over the situation, but it had to be early with uh, Luke Hopkins doing his thing. Um, we come to June. Things are getting cleaned up at Davis Road. June, the first CCB meeting where they're going to approve licenses is happening. Rosy Creek Farms is the first cultivator that is approved to grow legal cannabis. Unfortunately, it was in June. They should have been able to start a lot earlier. And even with that, Rosy Creek Farms was able to produce product and get it to market later in the fall as businesses started to open. Goodsense had some of their rosebud session weed minis, one and a half grams, uh, total half gram each. Nice joint. Kind of liked it. Um, yeah. Snow blew the driveway out and smoked one of those at the top of the drive. Great. Have a good time. So congratulations, Rose Creek Farm. You got your herb out and started to get it to the public. Next, after the state meeting in June, we have a Fairbanks borough meeting where five new licenses are approved. We have Rosie Creek Farms approved at the borough level. Now we can go. Um, they put their things in the state. Check, 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 check. Town Herb Company, they have brought their product to market as well. And Pakalola Supply Company brought their, their product to market. Purple Quail and Alaska Cannabis Cultivators, not sure. I believe Alaska Cannabis Cultivators, um, middle of this month, will be ready, providing cannabis to Fairbanks. In the end of June, we have the Cannabis Fair come to Fairbanks. What a good time that was vendors around, walking around, seeing uh, different pipe displays, tons of seeds you could get a hold of. There were clones, I believe, guess to look at, I, don't, I didn't see any to buy, not that I remember. Food vendors outside, education going on, speakers, uh, met a lot of people there. Um, that was a, I really enjoyed Cannabis Fair. Hopefully they come up again. July 9th. Drug-Free Fairbanks, I believe, is born. 
Jim Oslin, Vivian Stiver have a gathering at the library um, just to start their gathering signatures, which they eventually do. What are they going to... Um, we'll see how the vote goes come fall of 2017. Later in July, I guess kind of in the middle, if I remember correctly, at the CCB meeting, good sense is approved at the state level. Mm, that was a fun day. Then we had the industry meeting that evening with Sarah Williams. She organized a lot of um, people there. Santa Claus, Grant Anderson, Bertie Walters, um, Janet Welton, uh, Brandon Emmett, Bruce Schulte. A lot of, a lot of people were at that uh, gathering that night. Fun. It was a good time to get together. Now, speaking of Bruce Schulte, right there in August, he was let go. He was fired by the governor from the CCB. Why? I, I don't know. He's always been a positive cannabis ambassador. Maybe too positive. Maybe, maybe a bit aggressive. And people were not liking his style. Not sure. Even to this day, he continues to be a positive Canna ambassador. So, thank you, Bruce. And to that, I'm sorry to see you go. You know, do a pop a little hit here for you, Bruce. Keep it up. You've always helped the industry. You're continuing to help it. As we move into August, Fairbanks City comes to approve good sense. There's some issues with this. Um, there begins to be a pissing match between the borough and the city, where they're who has authority over all things. It began with a road name change along at the borough building. Uh, may I, yeah, where the, the borough um, wanted to name their street in the city, didn't want to change their So, a pissing match happened between the borough and the city at that time. And it just so happened that GoodSense was coming up for uh, approval. The city declares that they're going to be the ones that decide. And they were not prepared. They had no planning department. When they were tasked with approving this, there was a little misinformation passed by the Union Hall down the road from GoodSense. We were well out of uh, the 500-foot limit set about by the state. That's why we chose Davis Road. When the Union Hall started coming against us, Church did too. Church dropped their issue because they were well out of range. Union Hawks started saying that they have high school kids there, which is completely untrue. Show one. Give give some evidence of that. It's not happening there. They claim it's happening there. Hmm. Misinformation. 
right now Lance Roberts and Matt Cooper of the North Star Borough Assembly, they're passing an ordinance. You know, let me, this is going to come up. So let me, let me just read what Lance has to say about this in his year end review. A lot, of, a lot about personal property rights and individual liberties, but it's only for him. It's what he feels is best. It's, that's the thing about liberty. It's so easy to want and so hard to get. So he's talking about people being oppressed by the borough. He is going to be oppressing businesses. While we dance and sing, and when my story ends, it's gonna end with him. Getting right to that buffer zone between labor halls. Assemblyman Matt Cooper and Lance Roberts have an ordinance coming up that will modify the buffer distances for cannabis businesses to allow more room around trade and vocational programs. Those are the kind of jobs that often would get drug tested, and those places get federal funding that might be in jeopardy. Hmm, federal funding? What federal funding? And drug tested? What, are they going to smell it and it's going to make them uh, test positive for THC? If you have a job where you can not test positive for THC, such as any vocational at the trade halls, if that's what you're going into, you know you know that you're not going to be going into the store. And if you make that decision, that's what happens. Um, take away personal rights that way. What, this is crazy. So we'll see what happens there. That's going to affect GoodSense directly. Using his power as a representative to go after one specific business. Not sure what that means, but it doesn't feel right. Are there connections, other parts of this industry that we don't know about? Why does Lance Roberts have such a hard-on for GoodSense? Why is he going so hard after that? Are there other connections that Lance may have that we don't know about? Is he being used by someone in the community? I don't know. We'll get further into this as we go. Okay. Continuing on. Middle of August also. Banks in Alaska. Start uh, closing accounts specifically Alaska USA people who have accounts associated with cannabis are getting frozen canceled I'm not sure who exactly the way the the, the way the news miner reported they weren't really saying who it was the banks are not being friendly to cannabis business hopefully there's got to be someone in town that's doing business with cannabis businesses but that is yet to be determined by moi. We shall see. Moving on. In September, the retail licenses start to be approved by the CCB. Frozen Buds from Fairbanks is the first retail approved. They've been having some hard times with their business model. They've got a bakery, and people are loving what they're producing. Art Gerbery, 
just made a pickup yesterday to be taking back down to Anchorage to bring frozen buds edibles to Anchorage. You guys have fun with that. In Fairbanks, frozen buds cannot acquire cannabis to make their edibles with. We may see a frozen buds cultivation coming up so they can have their own supply. Seems logical to be doing that. Maybe they'll work out better deals in the future. I know they do have, they've got something going on with Red Run and Art Gerbery. Whether cannabis is going to be coming up into Fairbanks from them, we shall see. Middle of September, we find out that drug-free Fairbanks has gathered enough signatures to be on the ballot. A few weeks later in October, North Pole voters say no to cannabis within city limits. 158 to 98. Think about that. 60 people is the difference in the vote. Could you have got 60 people out to vote in North Pole City Limits? 2,000 voters out there. Seems like you could. Some of the people on the city council of North Pole are not happy with this. Remember, back in, what was it, February, they set up a tax rate. They were thinking about getting this money in their budget. No more. Sorry, North Pole. Is the same thing going to happen in Fairbanks next year? Hope not. Now, Later in October, CCB makes GoodSense Retail. They approve GoodSense Retail. GoodSense Retail is on track. thing that I failed to mention that came into, well, my life in 2016 was the Cannabox. Really, I, I like the Cannabox. Once a month, I think it's around 20 bucks, you get a, you get a box of assorted can of swag. It's always a pipe in there. Didn't like my last pipe, traded it for a sack. But, uh, good pipes sturdy pipes i i like i really like all the pipes i've gotten a shirt every month some kind of edible candy not infused but just some kind of a treat there's um some kind of wraps normally sometimes uh, blunt wraps or papers um containers it's it's a fun time every month it's like a little gift and if you were to go out and buy all that stuff it would be 50, 60 bucks, 20 bucks for stuff. It's fun. I'm really, I really liked it. Another thing that happens in, in my life was the magical butter machine. Uh, I have did my first grow this summer 
and had enough that I felt like I could use in edibles. I would rather smoke it than ingest it. So where that has led me, never had enough flour to put into recipes. After the summer, having a harvest, I had flour. I had a gift certificate from Amazon used to get the magic butter machine instead of cooking it over the crock pots and cooking it over the oven. And uh, I really like the magic butter machine. Fun, fun little contraption, um, expensive, but fun, worth it. I like it. Moving on. The end of October. There's a race to see who is going to be the first can a retail shop open. There's an announcement that in Valdez, um, what are they? Herbal Outfitters. They are going to be opening on a Saturday. Frozen Buds announces that they are going to be open on uh, Halloween night, October 31st. Nice. I hope they did well on Halloween night. That's a good night to open for their edibles. And Pacalolo snuck one in. They... They were approved on their license on Friday morning. Figured, what the fuck? And I agree. Uh, sell it. They opened up. They sold to, um, I guess it was a friend of theirs, and made the first legal sale of cannabis in Alaska. History right there, Pacalolo. Good job. One month later, more history happens. November, the end of November, Frank Berardi's case is finalized. Frank Berardi, remember, he was going down to Anchorage with some herb of his. It gets confiscated by Fairbanks Airport Police. They will not give it back to him. He sues to get it back. <laughs> he gets it back. This ends up setting, not precedence, but really making the TSA announce that that is not their concern. And within Alaska, now you can fly with up to the legal amount of an ounce in your possession. <laughs> Frank Berardi, awesome job for you. Can of Warrior Extreme. As a bonus, I got to interview Frank and smoke some of that evidence locker weed. Pineapple Express. Mm, had a great time with Frank. And that's one of the things about Far North Tokers. I would not get to do this, have such good times, meet good people without this show. This show has created something else, and this show is going to be, oh, let's see what's going to happen at 2.17. Excited about some things to come. Okay, the end of November also, good since retail approved, finalized. We have inspectors come through, do it, we can open. We can open. Oh, man. Finally, I think December 9th, we're there. December 10th, just open the doors. See who comes in. Announce on Facebook. People start trickling in. Good first day. Wow. Don't even know how to explain what was happening there. We were, heads are spinning, trying to figure out inventory, what's coming in, what's going out. Uh, lots of good records we kept. Yes. Uh, next what happens at the beginning of December 
the Fairbanks North Star Borough starts collecting taxes, the state starts collecting taxes, $81,000 collected in the first month of legal cannabis. A lot of that came from cultivators. I think all of it came from cultivators, and I don't think they're even talking about the fees collected by the state. That's just taxes. That's going to increase. That's only representing maybe three cultivators. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Now, December 30th, Goodsense is out of cannabis. Uh, all stores in Fairbanks are out of cannabis. Pacalolo opened up last night. <laughs> Not sure what their state is, but how dry things were. Sure, they sold out. And I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure what their what their product um, supply is. But uh, the way we're looking, we've got two, three weeks where not a lot of cannabis is going to be in Fairbanks. Maybe even the rest of the state. Legal cannabis, black market's going to be there where you had it before. Good sense is looking to get some more. Rosebud session weed three packs in. Also, uh, Foxy Enterprises is bringing out a new one of their strains. We loved purple. Purple was a great strain. Now, after I don't even know what this strain is going to be called, but we've got that purple at 13, 14%. Nice. It's a nice mellow high. Foxy Enterprises has jumped up their game this time. 22%. We're going to have some, eh, a little bit of fire coming to good sense. I'm excited. We did have um, Black Rapids, Grant Anderson's strains. Pineapple, what? Pineapple Crush? Pineapple Crush? Chunk. Pineapple Chunk and Afghani Kush. Good stuff. Had a blast having those come to our store for the couple hours. 2017. Oh, I look forward to you for so many reasons. One, good sense growing. Good sense getting a bakery. Good sense getting a, a manufacturing concentrates going. Good sense expanding, expanding, expanding. Ford Nortokers. Looking to get a call-in aspect to the show. That's going to be fun. Maybe even get on to radio. We'll see how things go with that. Got to be a place for far north tokers out there. What do you guys think? Uh, let's get back. Finish off with another toke, huh? 2017. Here we come. Hey, thank you for joining us on Far North Toker. You can find more episodes on SoundCloud, Search Mid Toker, and FarNorthToker.com. See ya!